My goodness. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to episode 40. We have reached the 40s. Oh we, we have hit the 40s of the What the Sheep podcast. And tonight, we will be discussing and hopefully not getting too emotional over episode 130 of Critical Campaign 2. Wow, this was this was a rough one. But before we dive into it, I do have a few announcements. Oh my gosh. I I have announcements now. I have announcements to actually get through. We have a Discord server. Now, my 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 channel, we do now have a Discord server for a bunch of stuff, you know. For, you know, it's just an all all-encompassing Discord server for my YouTube channel where we talk about critical role. Uh, talk about stuff I've made that you guys have made just a, you know a bunch of a bunch of stuff You know, there's a pet channel meme channel. There's there's so much stuff going on there. It's a great time um, It's still a work in progress. It's still very new um, But I'm excited to see uh to see what we can what we can do with it um, Yeah, so be, be sure to be sure to join you what? I can't pin that comment Nico. I'm oh, you can't oh I will I will pin the message. Oh That work? I don't know if that works. I don't know. In... It's alright. We might just share it regularly. Oh, there it is. It took a second to... Awesome, awesome, awesome. It took awesome. a second to get there. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Cool. Yes. It's super fun. Lots of great people in there. Um, and, uh, members, if you are a member of the channel, which is an expositor or the newly published archivist role... You do get access to, you know, special, special cool little channels in there, um, as well as getting to participate in Member Mondays, which is a new, uh, a new thing we're going to be doing weekly, where I'll, I'll be playing some games uh, with my members uh, live on stream. Um, and be sure to check out the announcements page in the Discord channel for more information on all of that stuff. Super excited to, to be doing all this gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting um but besides memberships uh you can also um directly tip the channel or donate to the channel whichever uh you know verbiage or whatever you want to use um i will no longer be using super chats instead you can check out the Streamlabs link in the description of this video if you wish to uh, support the channel that way um it's always an option all of these of course are always optional i appreciate all of you being here, uh, nonetheless, and showing your support just in chat and hanging out. It's super fun to be here. Um, so I think that's it for announcements. I haven't written anything down. And my dogs are now barking at me, so I, I must have missed something. There must have been something that I missed. Fine. But I believe that's everything. There's more, there's more stuff in the announcements page on the Discord. So check out the announcements page on the Discord. Be sure to do that. Um, but yeah, so without, without further ado, let's, uh, let's get into this, this pretty, pretty heavy episode, but we can, yeah, there was a lot, but we can start with something perhaps a bit more lighthearted in the, uh, the gentleman in his sort of, you know, the, the parent trap that he's found himself in and his sort of internal thoughts about having to not only see Marion again, but also having to take care of families. You know, they have a kid, you know, there's the husband and stuff. And, yeah. you know, as he, as he told Jester, he, he does get into some, you know, nefarious 
work, <laughs> and it may not be the safest place to have families. Yeah. I like seeing the gentleman who was like this super kind of cool, calm, collected, uh, like essentially like a mob type character yeah. and just seeing him so put out or so um, nervous. And I think it was Ford said later in the episode, like nervous is good. Like mm-hmm. It's good that he wasn't so cocky and uh, self-sure of himself. Like the fact that he was yeah. nervous meant that, you know, he's showing a little bit of emotion he's showing a little bit of character in that sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a really sweet conversation between him and Jester. I think uh, it was a nice to see that other side of him. Even though he still is a criminal, like the Mighty Nine are criminals in their own way, he's maybe a little bit more on the grey scale of, you know, yeah, morals. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it's still, it's still nice to see him. Yeah. Uh, still nice to see him, like, have emotions like that, I guess, uh, and care. Yeah. And- Caring to the point where, like, he would send his workforce on vacation to make it safe for the families. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, we all, well, I would assume that at least, at least most of us like the gentleman. You know, he's he's a cool yeah. character. Cool character, yeah. um, Charming. Jester's dad and all that stuff. But <laughs> I feel like we, 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 we've only seen the good sides of him. You know, we haven't really seen yeah. his, like... When he has to really get dirty with his business and you know when he when, if he, when he's dealing with unsavory people like we haven't seen like the the darker side of him and i hope i hope yeah. we don't i i like this this image that we have of the gentleman i like this ignorance <laughs> yes i i will live i will live in this ignorance gladly yeah. um <laughs> yeah as leah said dude had a gun man the man is yeah. strapped the man that was amazing he has like a pistol um, yeah. Percy. <laughs> yeah. This is all. Man. It all comes back to Percy, but but it, it it like you said it is nice to see that you know even the gentleman is is you know human you know so to speak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I so. like I like the idea of um him being like Matt saying he's normally a wet looking person but like yeah. even now he's just sweating up mm-hmm. the storm. Um. Yeah, I like the idea of this super powerful man being able to be so flustered and yeah. caught off guard. It's a nice trope. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it didn't go quite, I think, how we... Yeah. Not even wanted, but suspected it was, because we were like, you know, Matt Mercer role-playing by himself for an hour. Yeah. Um, I guess it makes sense that it didn't go that way. Yeah, um, there, is, there is other pressing things to get to, yeah. and I get it. <laughs> Uh, we got him role playing with himself as Yeza and the gentleman. That was unexpected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was still good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 happy with with what we got. Yeah. Um, I'm sad we didn't. You know, I, I feel the flirting the flirting happened off screen, like when Marion and the gentleman yeah. went back up to to his room to have their their conversation. Yeah, that's, so. That's interesting. I know, like that's kind of how Matt was playing it of like her taking the swig of the wine and then, you know, walking mm-hmm. up kind of a bit in control. I wonder, I don't, I'm not sure there was flirting cause that dude left her. Like if I yeah. was her, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Um, I get the whole kind of like, yeah, you know, you loved each other or whatever, but you know, that guy left her. Um, I'm hoping yeah. she gives him a mouthful. Like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and then, you know, sure, I'm sure they can patch things up for just a sake. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, be civil 
civil, yeah. Yeah, at the very least. But yeah. I'm sure there's, because, I mean, the way that Marion had talked about the gentleman made it seem like she was still, you know, longing for him or hoping that one day yeah. they'll be able to work things out. Um, yeah. It's very much the gentleman who is just, you know, very apprehensive about the whole thing and just like, uh, I don't know if I, I want this. Yeah. I'm more of a fling kind of a, kind of yeah. a guy. Or maybe the reason why he ran is because he was falling in love with her and he was afraid. Yeah, afraid I think commitment. that might be something like that. Or he just... I think, oh yeah, he might have been too worried that his line of work was not appropriate. Yeah, oh yes, yes. Yeah. That as well. But I no, believe you probably mentioned that at some point. Yeah. I think, I, I just love that, like, it worked. Jester got her parents together. Uh, campaign long goal was successful. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm glad that wasn't, like, a, a, a forgotten plot point. It actually happened. Under the, yeah. under the worst circumstances, but it happened. Yeah. And I think, um, shifting topics a little bit, since we, the, the cast have now canonically realized that Nugget, uh, <laughs> is, is missing. Um, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt said something. Uh, maybe it was Matt. I think it was Matt who, you know, specifically said Nugget is is on an adventure right now. Or someone someone said that Nugget is on an adventure. And I immediately was like, ooh, could that be like a like an like an animal one shot? Maybe like the the what happened to Nugget? Like the the adventures of Nugget while Nugget was off doing whatever. Oh and everyone role plays as a different animal. Like, ooh. I, I heard I heard that as like that's what the parent tells the kid when like the dog's not ah, around anymore. Yeah, Nugget's on an adventure. Um, <laughs> Could be that too. Um, but I forgot. I guess I forgot that Nugget was staying at the Bernatos. I was thinking Nugget was at the Lavish Chateau. So yeah, it's probably a bit safer. Mm -hmm, probably. But if if we need another reason to hate Trent more, it'd be that Trent kills dogs. Oh, so. I certainly hope not. Not Nugget. Yeah. Nugget's fine. I think Nugget's going to become one of those cool street dogs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's hope so. That's what we can hope for. Um, but what was, what was interesting, now shifting to a bit of a darker, a darker tone, as then, you know, the rest of the episode sort of followed suit. Um, you know, they were talking about, you know, what do we do next? What do we do now? Uh, the idea, you know, they decided to go to the grove to make sure everything was okay there because of the visions that Caduceus was was getting. Yeah. Um, but some of the conversations that Marion and Jester had, and then Beth and Yeza had, the idea of like, and you know, I really don't want to go. I don't want you to go. I want you to stay here. I want you to be safe. Don't sacrifice yourself. All these different sentiments. And then Jester herself saying like, we might not come back. From this yeah really just puts a weight on just everyone and i'm just on the story in general like there's just it's just the it's threat sad. of what is to come is just so looming it was really sad like i don't yeah. I can't explain it any other way like the the way they were describing how much they didn't want to do it but how much they they, they knew they had to and just that they didn't think they were coming back. Like, multiple times this episode, characters yeah. were saying, I don't think we're coming back. It's like Caduceus and Caleb. And, mm -hmm. like, Beth last episode was saying that she didn't think they could, like, 
do it. And yeah, man, like, yeah, I know, I know sad feels like it's like, oh yeah, of course it's sad, Alana. No, but it was like really kind of, um, <laughs> it was a downer. <laughs> uh, because yeah, they, they feel like they're not coming back and Jester, you know, yeah, telling her mum that, oh, oh, you know, I will come back and essentially lying to her, like in the conversation she had with Ford later. That was huge for Jester to like to lie to her mother, um, yeah. if only to make her feel a bit better. But yeah, and I was kind of thinking with that, I feel like Marion is clever enough and insightful enough oh, to yeah. know that Jester was probably lying um, for her own benefit, but Marion probably realizes that she she just needed to hear Jester say that for her own sake, even even if. She knows Jester is lying. She just needed to hear, just to have some kind of like a sliver of hope that Jester will be okay. Yeah. Um, but that 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 almost makes it even more heartbreaking that Marion knows that Jester is willing to do whatever yeah. it takes to save everyone. Oh God. And it's just her trying to come to that that realization, or you know, coming to terms with that. Definitely, really sad. I think like to a campaign one and the build up to the final fight in campaign one it was a lot of like uh rallying and getting prepared and um you know finding allies and even though that felt like oh we might not win this they were still mm -hmm. not necessarily positive but they were still like like yeah we have to do this let's go team sort of thing yeah um I think with this one, because it's more like, it's less that they need to prepare and plan. It's like, we've got a date. It's almost like we've got a date we need to get to and we're just waiting for it to happen. Um, mm -hmm. I think they gave themselves their own little mini timeline to be like, okay, as long as we get there in a few days, we should be fine. But these past few days have been absolutely packed for the Mighty Nine. Like, they've done so many things. They've been all yeah. around the world, essentially. And at each place it's a bit like this is the massive threat we're facing they're just constantly reminding themselves of what's happening and what the threat is and then facing other threats in the meantime like in the fire plane and trent there's not a sec there hasn't been a second really until this episode i think in the grove where they could stop and be like what are we doing this is yeah. like this is it sort of thing mm -hmm. um and i find it like I know we talk about it a lot when's this campaign gonna end, but it feels so real this yeah. this threat being the big threat of the campaign. Um Yeah. Because we had um I, Oh sorry, continue. No, I was just gonna say we could we could see wrap ups happening after yeah. this, but I I it feels weird to think like you've destroyed the big bad evil of the campaign, let's have another twenty episodes to wrap up everything right. else. Right. Um unless like Trent is going to be bigger than the Subnovum, which, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think I think you're kind of right. Because um, we, have, we have talked before how we don't think this is going to be the last arc. You know, there's more, yeah. there's more to come. But with all of this talk of, like, you know, we might not come back from this. Like, this could be it for us. Or, like, with Beth specifically, like, when this is over, I am done. And even Caduceus yeah. later in the episode, he was like, when this is over, I am done. Like, like it, this is really setting up to be the the final yeah. big adventure for the party. 
Now, of course, it could take a very long, like, tons and tons of episodes to, to fully wrap up. Oh, yeah. But we, we, could, we could be looking at the last, you know, major story arc of, of the campaign. And then, like as you said... As a whole, at the very least. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there, there could be, you know, like, a, like a, a dozen or so epilogue episodes where they wrap up a few things. Or they could just, you know, call it there. And then all of these extra things will be like one shots and stuff in the, in the future. <laughs> I can't imagine the campaign ending without resolution yeah. to the Cerberus assembly. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's been so set up for so mm -hmm. long that whereas comparatively the somnovum and like the eyes of nine and all that that has been set up through the but it's been very quiet it's been yeah. very slow build up I, I i it would feel weird for that to be the cap of the campaign um when there's like yeah the surface assembly everything the cobalt soul ukatoa like all these things from early campaign that haven't had resolution yet um yeah, I, I think it'd be really strange. I think it'd be so strange if they found a resolution to the Cerberus Assembly with half the party. Like, what if what if there's major character deaths in this arc? Like, how are you going to do the Cobalt Soul stuff if Bo dies in this arc? Yeah. It's... Ah. Uh. Yeah. No, it's... It's it's stressful. it's stressful! It is stressful. It is stressful. I'm so stressed. Um, that's why I'm, I'm wondering if Matt is going to be trying to tie in as many of these loose ends as possible into this like final narrative um in case he doesn't want to do you know like a a dozen or so yeah. epilogue episodes to finish off off all the loose ends and stuff because i mean while while we would love to see all of that um as far as you know because i feel like we're reaching like you know the climax and stuff and yeah. then once the once this final arc is over it would feel kind of i mean maybe kind of like anticlimactic or or there wouldn't be as much weight to a bunch of all of these other yeah um, you know sort of side quests if you will <laughs> um as before but you know what was interesting and what liam had kind of we'll be side note we'll probably be jumping a lot this episode we don't usually oh, jump yeah. around we don't usually jump no. around um we're normally pretty linear yeah but this 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 episode in particular will probably be jumping around <clears throat> anyways um with all of this all of this talk and stuff liam even said you know like this is the final save before the boss battle you know make sure you're yeah. getting all your stuff but what was what was interesting and what a lot of people in twitch chat brought up because you know there was a lot of uh, as always there was a bunch of discourse in the twitch chat nothing new there where people were saying oh this episode's so boring oh uh, what the heck like get on with it really but, what, but yeah what, what people were failing to realize was that episodes like this are so important for the overall yeah. narrative because this episode added so freaking much emotional weight to everything that the party is about to be doing like if we didn't have obviously yeah. you know if we didn't have this episode it would still be sad if the party failed or if someone died or any you know anything terrible happens but because we got all of these side conversations all of these very intimate you know exchanges happen it just it makes everything that much more terrifying yeah. and stressful oh yeah i was thinking this episode 
everyone had a moment like it's, yeah. it's rare in critic not rare in critical role but it, it can be rare to have everyone have a, a specific moment probably probably ford might not have had a bit of a moment but he had a conversation with jester which was pretty mm-hmm. pretty deep he spoke about vandron so he had some kind of aspect but yeah for the most part everyone had a scene or some kind of aspect where they were the focal character for a little bit of time um which is so special in dnd especially with a party that size but that's what made me think like oh this is a really important episode this is a really meaningful episode because people are wrapping things up people are saying goodbye to their families people are getting their shit in order before they go to face as you say yeah yeah, the final save Mm -hmm. before the big fight um it's not (laughs) it's, it's exciting it's super cool like this is an amazing episode um i legitimately cried at probably like two parts and then and then i'm just like i'm so stressed i don't i don't know what's gonna happen um yeah oh man what uh someone in chat um uh izanagi p4 in chat says that after the chroma conclave for you know campaign one there is a one or two year gap or a time skip that is actually interesting and we had talked about that before how it feels like this campaign will probably have a time skip at some point so maybe that that is a possibility of something that they might do you know once this is wrapped up there could be you know a decent time skip and then because again unless theres dune is tied into like no memes i know we meme about theres dune a lot but it really feels like theres dune is going to be a ma- same with ruidus it feels like you know there's going to be some still major players to come for this campaign yeah so while this might feel like a very climactic battle, and it will be, um, if they do succeed, there may we may get you know a one or two year time skip, and then you know the the movements of Theris Dune that have been going on in the background might you know come to fruition. Yeah, and that and then we'll have like our our main final you know story arc. But then the only issue like- with the the time skip is one. Uh, Bo's uh, uh, court thing, yeah. court, the court case for Xenoth is coming up in like a month or so, a couple months, uh, something like that. So that would be a little finicky to... Yeah, and I imagine as soon as this is done with the Summon Ovum, Trent's going to be like, hey, Caleb, we need to talk. Yeah, like... <laughs> that too. Because <laughs> um, he's already pushing on him right now. Uh mm-hmm. So if there is a yeah, it's it's tricky. I feel like it's it's too it's too early to call. Really, we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see how the party fares. Yeah. Once again, it's trust in Mercer. Yeah, but pretty much because again, yeah. You're right. While if the party does succeed, while it might not be you know the final arc, there may be more to come. If the party doesn't succeed. Yeah. Then we have, you know, a post-apocalyptic world for campaign three and stuff. But here's the other thing that I was thinking about because of all of this. Oh, my gosh. it's It was so sad every time it was it was brought up because multiple uh, characters said we probably aren't coming back back from this or we might not come back from yeah. this or this might be it. Like, what if that is the end? of this campaign like we get like a bittersweet ending where in order for the party to save the world they have to sacrifice themselves 
to stop oh. the Sam Milbum from breaking into our plane or whatever. Or worse, if they fail. Yeah, like, yeah, true. Because D and D parties can fail. They can they can lose to the big bad. It's like yeah. campaign one. They could have died in hell, and that would be campaign over. Or yeah, Vecna could have killed them all, and it would have been campaign yeah. over. Um, I think Matt said he had like an epilogue planned for if Vecna had won the fight. Um, mm. Still, it would be such a such a down. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of people, people yelling at me in chat. <laughs> people didn't like that one. We're not we're not even as you said before. We're not even memeing this. This is like yeah. a legitimate yeah. thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. Guys, we could go way harder. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't test us. Don't test the angst. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, oh I'm, am I getting banned again? I think chat's going to ban me from... Yeah, because I mean, realistically, like, we would be like, oh, yes, let them all die. <laughs> like, yeah. no. But, like, but what's, like, kind of like what we're, we've been saying before is, like, usually we, we, we're, we're just memeing when we, when we talk yeah. about people dying. But, like, now it's... <laughs> like real it's real now, now. like this is like yeah uh it's not a tinfoil hat theory this is a theory <laughs> yeah we haven't we haven't had a tinfoil hat segment in a while because it's just been you know everything's legitimate <laughs> oh oh no <laughs> not not looking forward to it but where were we where, where are we chronologically in in the so, episode pumats so we had Pumat, oh my god. I was terrified of them yeah. going to Pumat. Because I was like, yep. Ooh, oh no, bad. Like, not that he would necessarily sell them out, but that, because there was that shady guy in the store as well. Like, what, what was up with yeah. that? Yeah, like, yeah. It was probably a nobody, but at the same time, it's like, mm. I was, um, why is I was he so joking. curious? I was joking in the Discord that it was the Catergeist. Just waiting oh. for Caduceus again. Oh yeah, um, familiar territory. Yeah, that's right, Jacob. I completely forgot about the Spice Girls. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was wonderful. And Caduceus trying Ford's old Texan accent. Oh, wow, that was something. Amazing. That was something to behold. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. It was so. But I was yeah, I was worried when. Because uh, e- even Laura was worried a bit too. Because when they were like, "Yeah, let's go shopping, let's go to Pumat," I was like, "You know, y'all are like probably close to being wanted by you yeah. know, the server assembly. It probably hasn't, you know, become widespread yet. We don't even know if Trent True. has talked with Ludinus yet. But still, and Pumat is, you know, a part of the server's assembly. He's an annex to mm. one of them, all of them. Yeah, I one think of them? I don't know. I think so. I don't think it's been said. I think we just assume he is the annex." yeah because i was looking it up i was like oh it doesn't say on the wiki Mm -hmm. but i think the assumption is that he's an annex or he just works super closely with all the class um which you know we've got fingers crossed that ormond is a good guy um yeah hopefully or you know better better than trent guy um yeah that's i mean honestly when it comes to service assembly members that's we got to take what we get you know if he's if they're better yeah. than trent and they're better than ludinus we'll take you we'll, low bar very yeah. low bar. <laughs> the bar yeah trent and ludinus have set the bar very 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 low so i guess that's nice so we're, yeah. we're, we're hopeful 
But um, he, Puma kind of like trying to keep up with the espionage was adorable, and yeah. him being like also really like a real team player of being like, well, I can't sell these high level spells; it's restricted. But he did it anyway, mm-hmm. um, as if to say like, yeah, you, you guys are my buds. Yeah. Um, uh, that was that was really good, um, but yeah, so worried the entire time that they were about to be like sprung. Every time mm-hmm. they said "quick trip," I'm like, "Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. quick trip." Maps. Of course, it will. Of course, but what was yeah. what was interesting about this trip was uh, Yasha learning a bit more about her armor, yeah, the, uh, the Oban armor. Because I originally thought it was just you know just some cool black armor that Oban had given her. <laughs> as just sort of like you know a mantle for her status um mm. within the angel of irons i didn't realize that it had well i mean i guess it's it, would, it probably would have been safe to assume that there was some sinister uh maybe not necessarily magic but just a presence or it. <laughs> yeah. yeah or cursed yeah, I don't think yeah it, it could have been i don't think it was cursed like, i think it was just yeah mm. i think it was probably like one of the like, I don't think it was a vestige, because I saw a lot of people in chat like, oh, it's a vestige. I think it's just, like, something that has been tainted yeah. by Theros Doom. Yeah, um, pretty much. So, that was interesting. Oh, I, like, I, like, I like that Puma. It's like, I could, I know some people that might <laughs> want to collect it. I was like, no! Yeah. Who are these people? I need a list. Yeah. <laughs> That's not okay. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah 6,000. 6,000 for, for Cloud Kill. Is that is that like normal for like a normal price for high level spells? Yeah, once the, once the spells get higher, they get way expensive. Um, it's kind of how it like, is with like health potions too, because it's like you know the basic one is like fifty gold or whatever, so that's understandable. But then yeah. when you get to like the tier three or tier four potions, it's and, like yeah. hundreds and hundreds of gold. And you got to think for a wizard too, a scroll is like adding that spell to their repertoire. True. Like, yep, that it's is not, true. It's not like a one use thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I often forget that because I'm like, because automatically I'm just like, what the heck? It's just that's just just use it one time and it's burned up. I forget that wizards, you know, copy it over and then they they have it. They just yeah. have it. Yeah, wizards are a lot of maintenance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I'll just stick with sorcerer. I'll stick with sorcerer. I'll get my spells when I level up, and uh, and that and that's that. And there it yeah. is. <laughs> Wizards are cool. I do enjoy playing uh, divination wizards specifically. Wizards get very cool spells. Yeah. Um, but they went to Pumat. They had a great time. Mm-hmm. Super shady person. I saw a lot of people talk about yeah, like Bo giving, like saying, "Move off to Dark Toe." That was. Did, did you see? That was actually Caduceus's idea. Um, oh yeah. There's a really quiet bit where he's like leaning over, saying like, "We should." we should redirect this person. I just can't do it. Like, it was really cute. He was saying, like, I don't know what to say. You should do it. Like, pointing yeah. at Bo. And then she did in, like, oh, we're going to Dark Toe. I thought that was really sweet. I kind of wish yeah. Medusa had done it, though. I thought mm-hmm. that would be hilarious. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then I think the rest of the shopping they did, they got a chalice. Yep. And I believe, and- was that the only real big thing of note? Diamonds. Did they get some more diamonds? Another like set of three hundred diamonds, three hundred gold diamonds. I think maybe? they did because there was a little scene where Bo had given some diamonds to Deuces. I believe there was. <laughs> it was shopping. I tuned out a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that. That's sometimes how, that's how, that's how I feel in combat sometimes. Yeah. Uh, since I'm not the 
I'm not the biggest fan of low stakes combat. Like when it's you know narrative driven combat, then it's then it's more yeah. exciting. But when it's just like oh you're you're fighting a pack of zombies, it's like I oh, don't okay. Yeah. Hundred and fifty gold worth of diamonds. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's something. Yeah, yeah we so. yeah we uh when did they contact you six? I know Trent did message Caleb at the end of their little excursion. Yeah. Um. Hate that he's hate that he's still doing that. Hate that he's doing that. And then Caleb, Caleb's sassy, snarky remark, yeah. like. Stay in your own he's lane. Always, he's always got to be a smartass. Like yeah. he's always got to like. Like I love that about Caleb and like Liam is a, like he's very poetic when he speaks. Sometimes yeah. I kind of wish he'd just be like, "All right, here's the facts," but it's yeah. not the character. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like it's like, dude, just give him a straight answer. <laughs> That's all he's asking for. But you know, fuck Trent. So mm-hmm. he doesn't get a straight answer. Yeah. Um, we we hate Trent. We hate Trent in this in this household, for sure. Yeah, but the um, it started it started so well with the idea to contact Yusa because like they're all laughing about it, like oh shit yeah Yusa oh no ha 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 yeah went so bad went oh, so bad. Oh my god! I I had to like rewatch it a couple times because I I wanted to see like everyone's reaction to it. Um, holy, uh, that was not what I was expecting. That was at all, <laughs> at all. Because I, I just thought he was gonna be. Because when, when Matt started with like immediately, you hear yeah. something. I was like, oh, he's probably like super pissed off, and he's gonna go <laughs> off on Jester. But then he was like, you hear voices. And I was like, no, no, my God. no way. Like, what does this mean now? Like, is he lost to the city? Because it's because it's his it's his consciousness. He's not yeah, like it's his soul, essentially. Yeah. But which is probably worse. Has his tether been broken? Because then he's dead, and he's gone. Yeah. I. I think Yusa's is dead. He might be. But the fact here's the thing though, the fact that she reached out specifically to Yusa. No, she still made connection with the entire city. He's been assimilated. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there's gonna be any way to save him, which which means we probably won't uh won't see Yusa break out <laughs> no. into his gold dragon form. I, what I was hoping I... for. Fucking Yusa. Um, <laughs> his whole thing was like, I'm not going to go up north with you because there'd be True. too many dangers to like uh, to tempt a wizard such as I. Yep. And then immediately Astral projects himself to the place where ah. he gets like sucked into the city. Classic. Oh, he's the dumbest wizard. <laughs> well done. You did it, Yusa. Yeah, he's he's worse than the mighty arm when it comes to like going places and touching things he shouldn't. I... Yeah, yeah. L- let me see that. Let me see that character sheet, Matt. Let me see that low wisdom score for Yusa. Let me see that twenty intelligence, six wisdom. Let's see it. It's bad. It's yeah. like I, th- <laughs> I think because like we got so much Allura in the first campaign, like damn, Allura's like 
she's got it going on. She's like, yeah. she's the voice of reason you go to. Mm-hmm. I think we're like, oh, Yusa, powerful wizard. Let's, you know, let's get behind this guy. What an idiot. <laughs> what an absolute yeah. fool. Yeah. How dare he make us think he even, was... He even, he even almost people. got messed up in the Happy Fun Ball. He needed to be rescued. Exactly. Oh. He's what like, a... yeah, he's a stuffy wizard that's lived in his tower for too long, and then first sign of like, oh, here's something new. He's like, oh, I'm gonna jump headfirst in with no like, no safety rope. Oh, we love a powerful dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Perfect we for the mighty nine. Yusa is an idiot. Yep. But damn, that's still sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm more angry than sad, but I am still sad. Mm-hmm. I'm um, more like. Yeah, I, I was more, like, terrified than sad. Because, you know, we, we see Yusa as this very powerful being. And we, we don't know what happens. But seeing that even Yusa is able to fall prey to whatever Somnovum are is like, oh, dearie me. I think it's like reading the book almost in that, like, it just causes yeah. you to lose focus and to be drawn into it. Um this this super persuasive mind controlling city not even mind controlling necessarily but just able to (laughs) take control of the mind Mm -hmm. that made sense sense in my head um yeah this super powerful city with influence Mm -hmm. um the fact that it like grabbed lucian's attention when back when he first read the book uh, but he still maintains some kind of air of, I don't really know what this is, but I'm still going to follow it. But they all seem kind of messed up to me. Attitude towards the city is really interesting. It's just this super persuasive, invasive entity that yeah, yeah pulls people in. And it's literally pulled Yusa in. Um, mm. Oh my goodness it's... gracious me. Yeah, it is very worrisome. Very, very worrisome. Yeah, one hundred percent. Ah, but you know, shifting shifting topics a little bit. Um, once the party decided to finally depart, you know, they had talked maybe of like staying the night, but uh, Caleb at some point in this episode, it might have been you know around this time, was like, we just need to, we just need to go. Like, we yeah. can't be putting this off anymore. Um, yeah. Time is of the essence. And especially with Yusa being gone now, it's it's very clear that they need to they need to get moving. Yeah. Um, we got a nice... Figure out the spells as well. Yeah. Can't be teleported twice in a day. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but we did get a nice, interesting conversation between Veth and Caduceus, where Veth you know, sort of went to Caduceus for advice about wanting to stay like now yeah. not and not go to yeah. the grove with the rest of the party yeah. um so it's interesting because in this is i believe in this conversation we started to learn that caduceus was wanting to be done as well yeah um which i think he, he kind of hinted at in the past but caduceus in this episode made it very clear that he doesn't want to be doing yeah. this anymore. This is way, way too deep for him. 
but he knows that yeah. he has to see it through now. It's his duty to the wild mother. Mm. So it was, again, just sort of rehashing what we've already said, it just all of this emotional weight just keeps piling on. Yeah, and I think Veth too, or like Sam and Veth, um, I thought it was really interesting they went to Caduceus because I don't think Veth wants to be told that it's okay for her to go. Um, mm-hmm. because she gets that a lot from Yeza, like, you know, it's fine, like, go do this, you need to do it. I think she really, obviously, she really wants to stay. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't want to be told it's just okay to go. I think she wants to be informed of, like, the reason of why she has to go. Yeah. Um, and so I think she went to Caduceus because Caduceus is very much about, you know, like, we have to do this. This is, mm-hmm. like, almost like our moral um, responsibility yeah. to do this. Uh, but I think it was really interesting, yeah, that he was like, no, I don't want to do this really either, um, but we have to. And he was also not even saying, like, you have to do this, Beth. He was like, you could stay. Um, yeah. But, you know, I thought it was sweet how he said, like, I do need you with me. Um, mm-hmm. Because we don't get many kind of quiet Caduceus Veth moments of, you know, needing each other, I guess. But yeah. I think just in the sense of I need the whole family there. Um, because I think anytime specifically too, when Caduceus is near his family, he does seem really young. He does seem mm-hmm. like a kid almost a bit. Yeah. So it feels that way. I, I thought that was really, yeah, great that she went to Caduceus. She got that kind of answer, maybe that she wasn't expecting. Um, but it did kind of help her make the decision of, okay, well, I do have a bit of a responsibility, not to save the world, but I have a bit of a responsibility to this group to, um, mm-hmm. You know, see it through which has always been the thing in the back of my head too like i get it it's been so rough the past couple of weeks for the mighty nine and i 100 percent understand why she wants to stay with her family i just feel like a bit of a kick of like her saying this is it i'm done after this like the idea that she's not going to help caleb with the surface assembly or anything like that feels weird to me i guess mm-hmm. i don't know because i feel like it's always been her saying i'm i'm with you like i will do yep. what needs to be done for you um so it is that kind of you know however you want to see it if she's a mother with a family if she's going to prioritize that family over caleb it's like oh i don't know if my heart can take it <laughs> like, i know i don't think caleb can take it uh, <laughs> um He'd probably be like, you know, that's fine. Like, yeah. I, I understand, go. But at the same time, it's like, girl, well, you kind of promised him you'd help him. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm really a bit conflicted with Beth leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as is Beth. <laughs> yeah. As, you know, these past couple episodes, it's been like a roller coaster of what she wants to do and what people have been, been telling her. But, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. it all just comes down, you know, like what's what's gonna happen? And now, and and Beth gave Yeza a two week two week timetable. Two weeks, I'll be back. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Two weeks, uh, depending on what happens, could be too much time or too little time. We have no idea. I think it's gonna be quick. I don't see them spending two weeks on this thing. I see them yeah. getting there and it happening. Oh gosh! Um, like imagine, imagine the campaign ends in ten episodes. 
Like, if this is the last... This is the last arc. God. It's not. It's it, It's not gonna end in ten episodes. It's not. I can see... Yeah, I think two weeks in game time could be, like, multiple episodes. Yeah. So I'm thinking it's gonna be, like, uh, a little bit... A little bit... Because, I mean, they've got a teleport there, which is... Yeah. Messy enough as it is. They might get so far off track with their True. teleportation. They're not even thinking of this. Oh, then, then Geladon comes back. Oh, God. They've got to get to Aeor. They've got to find their way through Aeor. Like, it's a yeah. massive city. They've got to catch it with the Tomb Takers. There's got to be some kind of conflict with the Tomb Takers. Then there's all the shit with the city. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's not all happening next episode. Definitely not. Like, there's a lot to. Ooh. Yeah. But it was. It was sad but again also kind of nice and just again the idea of adding emotional weight it was nice seeing at least most people saying their goodbyes um yeah really sad but what was quite quite sad was that jester didn't really get to say goodbye um she had that conversation with marion about what she's going to do but she never actually said goodbye to either the gentleman or Marion since they were off, Did you know, she... having their conversation. Yeah. She went up and kind of peeked, didn't she, in the doorway or I don't think she peeked in, but she was she waited she stood at the threshold, yeah. I believe, and sort of put her hand on the door but then didn't go in. So that's oh, kinda she... that was kinda sad. I was like, Oh, Jester. Interrupt him. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> but but jumping towards more with Jester, her mm-hmm. conversation with Ford I thought was lovely. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because we had Ford being like the absolute kind of heart of the group. Oh, again, of it was so, like, we needed that. We needed that scene. Yeah. We needed <laughs> hope. We needed a spark of hope. Everyone was yeah. like, oh, this is it. We're going to die. And then Ford's like, we'll make it. I will Ford see Vanderin bright spark of hope yeah. and it's going to really suck when he dies um, yeah yep mm-hmm. <laughs> hurt you first uh, but no it was it was sweet and i just i love because i think for forward it's very much just like yeah this is it we're going to do it this is a task like we're gonna um get in there get it done kind of thing mm-hmm. um and i think he believes that like i think he's yeah. very much a, an optimist in that sense um but he's 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 such a good boyfriend. Um, very supportive. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I love that she offered to contact Vandron and mm-hmm. his response to that. Um, I do. I do hope. Like you know, it'd, it'd actually be okay. I think if we never got to see Ford meet Vandron. I think yeah. as long as it kind of happens, I think mm-hmm. it'd be okay. Um, it'd be it'd be great for, to see Travis roleplay because I love Travis roleplay mm-hmm. whenever. But yeah, I just liked his attitude in that scene because it was very heavy this episode of oh god everyone's saying goodbye because they think they're gonna die yeah. um and he's like i'll oh, be fine we'll be back like yeah like not downplaying the seriousness of it mm-hmm. saying you'll be fine we'll be back he understands that it's dangerous and and uh, it's going to be hard but he's confident yeah. that they can do it so that was but that now was, that was what good. That was yeah but now i wonder if Ford truly believes what he was saying, or if he recognizes that he has to be that 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 rock 
for for the group that beacon beacon of light yeah this will again see. those beacons are often the martyrs yeah the yeah. Phil, he's the phil colson of yeah. the avengers <laughs> yeah. oh god i'm already imagining too many angsty ford death scenes in my head of how so many different things could play out Not, so like uh, we we joke a lot about like caleb going evil or like <laughs> someone dying i i don't think i could joke about but i know, I know. I did this a little while ago but that would be oh i don't know <laughs> i'm struggling to joke about four die i don't want it let's uh let's take a break from thinking about people dying that's why i know i know let's uh let's take a break from the angst and look at some angsty art how about oh god how about instead this instead won't make of... anyone feel <laughs> yeah this no wholesome art this week unfortunately we just got we only got we only got the heavy stuff starting with alana's pick for oh. fan art as i transition nova by at sersonality on twitter yes. we have the city <laughs> i believe that is the city probably the city breaking through breaking through the barrier this this is the darkest timeline this is the timeline where they lose oh and, yeah you know with, um, things don't go their yeah, way we've, we've shared some of personalities art before yes. and it's so dark but it's so good um mm -hmm. oh i just love this visual of this crawl it looks like it's crawling like this crawling city just breaking its way through yeah into isopress and the mighty nine down there ready to oh. face it this is this is the sacrifice scene. This is where they sacrifice themselves to stop the Somnovum from fully breaking through. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's just a really cool visual. Mm-hmm. And it's very uh, you know, minimal in, in you know, color variety, which just yeah. accents the, the, the red that sort of pokes through even more and how it looks distorted, like it, it looks unnatural. Yeah. Like this thing truly is of a you know, like, unknown yeah, origin I'm, I'm not going to imply anything on uh sir's art but i mean that's how i would imagine Thara's dune that big black true in the center. yeah that <laughs> looks like a like you know like a void that is yeah. my interpretation of this art but no yeah. it's it's a really cool uh go check out their twitter they've got a ton of really cool art of the city um and yeah it's good stuff Ah, then switching over to my not not much better, not much better on the angsty scale arts by at infected jelly. On I saw that. I yeah. almost picked that one too. Yeah, <laughs> we have Yusa succumbing to the Somnovum, to the screaming voices of the city, our resident gold dragon falling prey. Oh. The hands. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, I just got. The, I just got a shiver. Yeah, the like... hands reaching out, pulling him, pulling him to the city. Man. That's a that's a mighty nope from me. <laughs> a mighty nope. <laughs> that's the yep. No thanks. I don't what want anywhere near this dumb, city. Dumb, dumb dragon. <laughs> <laughs> you fool! You complete you, fool! You fucking idiot! <laughs> it's literally. It's yeah. 
what have you gotten oh, yourself God. into, Yusa? So, I mean, hopefully they can save him, but at the same time, I'm not. I'm not hopeful. I, I, I feel like Yusa might might just be gone. It's it's easier to be mad at him than it is to be scared for him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like you could have avoided this, Yusa, if you just didn't let your curiosity get the better of you. It's Mary okay. Mary Lockwood, yeah, it reminds me of the black arms from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, the kind of the reaching hands, the little hands reaching Good everywhere. Pull. Yeah. Good call out. Ah, uh, but yes, now we can we can touch on something a bit more wholesome, and that is <laughs> seeing Caduceus' family again, oh, yeah. and seeing you know his the interactions that he has with Calliope and Clarabelle, and Constance and Cornelius, and. and Corin and Colton. And Colton wasn't there. Colton, Colton wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice. I like. I like his family. Um, I like mm -hmm. that his dad's just walking around and he's got, <laughs> he's just got a tea already ready. Yeah. And I think Carlton's reaction was like, "Yes, this is right. This is correct." Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, his family. His family's really kind of they're they're, they're a bit bumpkiny, but <laughs> like, yeah, oh, uh, they are really. They're like the wholesome version of the Adams family, almost. Yeah, they're cottage core Adams family. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, as Beckboop uh, says, the the description of the grove, how it's healing, and like how the crystals, you know, form these trees and stuff, so cool. super super cool. Did really it say? Cool. Did that describe that it was like, um, spreading out? That the healing was like repairing, I think, I or think was it so? more protecting? Oh, yeah, uh, hmm. I have to rewatch it. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember if it was a spreading or if it was more of like a barrier. Not the spread or if it was actually fighting against the spread. Mm. Um, which would be interesting because they started to talk a little bit about like the corruption at Melazomir. Yeah. Um, I'm probably pronouncing wrong. Um, much to like, I was like, oh God, they're going to go somewhere. <laughs> I was like, they're going to start teleporting to Melazomir. Um, but I th thought that was interesting. The conversation of like the corrupted forest there, the corrupted forest in the ruin they found, mm -hmm. what's happening here. Um, it was nice to finally see that kind of connection be made, but it's not, it doesn't bode well, I think for like the idea that it's all still connected to Aeor and the city and like, maybe if they defeat the Subnovum, it might like maybe this rot, this corruption is still linked and is still living because the city's still around. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That wasn't that was an interesting connection, you know, Malaya Smear and the corruption there, and then the corruption that was found in Aeor and all that stuff. I was yeah. I was wondering if Matt was trying to set up like another mini arc where they find you know more information oh. in the ruins of Malaya Smear, but Matt sort yeah. of shut that down rather quickly with. Caduceus is commune, saying that, yeah, you probably won't find anything more valuable and helpful there than you would, you know, anywhere else that might have something like that. Yeah. Because I don't want to do spoilers for the Wildbound Guide, but Melazomir has, like, some description and, like, I was just trying mm. to find it now. I wasn't going to bring it up, but, like, there is uh, some description of what happened at this place. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I was just looking at it, but yeah, it's 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 nice that it's just got brought up. So um, 
yeah invaders have do all the side quests no that was stressing me out i was like guys can we focus yeah. for a second can yeah. we please I, I think zoom takers are like there can we go yeah. i think it was probably around this point where caleb was like yeah we just gotta rip the band-aid no, off yeah go yeah, we can't keep procrastinating mm -hmm. we just gotta stop Stop. To be fair, the most recent procrastination was out of necessity. They were escaping Trent. True, but that's true. Like a massive time. It was dump. procrastinating with meaning behind it. Yeah, is what it was procrastinating with purpose. Yes, it's always that's the best way to do it. <laughs> um, but then we got uh, a nice little scene. Well, we we saw a more frustrated side of Caduceus this episode. You know, yeah. when he stormed out of. The, the the conversation that was happening yeah and then we got the scene with calliope and caduceus and his sort of more intense commune that he mm. had with the wild mother mm. who more or less confirmed what we had thought but seeing the wild mother you know show it in this way like this somnovum this city means the end of all living Life. things all life me everything it's it's gone yeah snuffed out so it's kind of yeah that's kind of that push of yeah this is this is the path this is what you have to do mm -hmm. um i think he knew already but it was just yeah. driving home the point i i want to talk a bit about his conversation with his sister yeah um because i thought that might have been like one of my favorite moments of the episode mm -hmm. um and like i i don't really have a, a main favorite of the mighty nine like i really like mm -hmm. caleb and i really like uh ford but i think this might have pushed caduceus as my favorite character oh okay situation. um i just i loved him talking about when he was home by himself and how he didn't want to be this hero and i know like the reluctant hero is a is a common trope in storytelling but the way he was talking about it and the way he was talking to his sister about like how it should have been you and her response of yes was yeah. so good mm -hmm. because the cliche thing would be like, no, it's fine, brother. Like yeah. it's, I understand. But that dynamic, that kind of uh, foil in their relationship, I guess, was outstanding. I thought yeah. um, I loved how it played out. I loved I love, like, it was more than just reluctant hero. It was, like, I'm being forced to do this almost. Like, everyone left. I got mm -hmm. put into this situation. Um, I'm doing it because I know I have to and the wild mother wants me to, but I really don't want to. And it kind of makes me feel just so crappy for Caduceus the entire time because he's had a bad go of it. We joke about a lot, like, Caduceus's very bad day, but it seems like most places have gone Caduceus has had just a shit time of it um like rumblecast yeah. was really bad for him when he first met them in the lucid like the the, the sailing arc was kind of bad for him he drowned mm -hmm. a few times yeah but it was it was just yeah it was so good to see him share i guess some aspect mm -hmm. of how he was feeling because he often shares what he's thinking and it's often wise and that but Anytime he shared what he's feeling, it's pretty low stakes. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, I, I feel like this was like a really good insight into his actual emotions and feelings of himself as a character. Um, yeah. Not a character, as a person. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, it was, it was really good. 
I really enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, damn, I love Caduceus so much. Yeah, no, um, this, this was a, a wonderful conversation. And in this one, you know, he was telling Calliope that he's probably not coming back and to remember him and to protect the grove and to continue, you know, his yeah. his mission. Um, yeah. And, you know, Calliope recognizing that, you know, this might be the last time that we're able to have this kind of a heart-to-heart -heart and maybe see each other in this in this sort of way. Again, it's just harking back to that emotional weight being yeah. added. What I'm what I'm not sure of is like, and I get I I understand why they probably didn't, but they've been going around asking people to help them and join them and all mm -hmm. this other stuff. I'm I'm interested why he like didn't ask any of his family members to help. Like I can understand why because it's like their family he wants to keep them safe, but presumably they've got some ability. They just might not be high level enough uh, to mm. help out, but presumably they could be useful if they wanted to come with yeah yeah i mean <laughs> so they is probably like paladin maybe or something equivalent calliope are you saying yeah i always saw her as like a paladin of the wild mother yeah that could be a possibility i, don't know. I was also thinking maybe maybe if they were doing this like a path of the zealot barbarian maybe she feels that like that kind of a yeah persona maybe He's yeah. paladin. But yeah, I, I, she, it might just be like, like realistically not high enough level for this kind of fight. But mm. um, I thought that was interesting. Like you've got literally this, this small little family unit of wild mother fighters and like clerics yeah. and what, <laughs> what have you. Um, little wild army. Little wild army. But yeah, I don't know. That was... That was just a really good scene, and then yeah, it led, it led into his uh, his vision of the Wild Mother and him kind of <laughs> returning and talking to the Mighty Nine. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is I've I've seen a few people start to talk about it in chat is the dreams that Zeus mm. has had before before they met. Uh, yeah, him and the party. What the hell, man? The eyes, the butterflies. <laughs> What the? That would, hell, man! That feels pretty relevant. <laughs> yeah, you don't didn't feel like sharing with the class, like mm -hmm. man. But then again, he even said himself he didn't really think about it until yeah. now. He thought it had kind of fulfilled itself when he met the nine, yeah. and then yeah, I'm mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that was like if that did actually happen happen when Tal made the character, or if it's something that mm -hmm. Matt has added in since and said. Because that's because if it is, god damn it, Matthew Mercer, like, yeah. how long have you had this prepared? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think it. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, as Adam said, he was wrong. It was an omen. Uh, sort of thinking about how like he he thought it was just it was the mighty nine, that was the symbolism for the dream, and that was it. But now he's finally connecting the dots and realizing that it it goes far deeper, far far deeper yeah. than that. No, it was good. I was just really keen to get some like Caduceus centric moments, yeah. um, and like especially with his family, uh, like we got to see him actually interact with them a bit more. And yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. a lot of <laughs> a lot of 
nice, nice, pleasant moments before you know all of the just pressing stuff, especially yeah. with the. It kind of went like there was a little kick up of positivity at the yeah. end of the episode. Yeah, I'd yeah. say probably the Caleb Bow things weren't great. <laughs> yeah, uh, the possibility of losing Frumpkin. Caleb was like, "Yeah, I mean, after this, I'll I'll set you free. You'll you'll be free to go." I, I was live tweeting as that was happening, and I was like, "Oh, it sounds like he's gonna release Frumpkin," yeah. and then it it was like the actual. I was like, "Oh." Although I was, I was kind of joking, like, yeah. like, um, I, that's interesting to me because one, it seems like, again, he feels, he did mention like, oh, I might not even come back in which case you'd be free anyway. Um, mm -hmm. but it feels like, yeah, he's closing off that chapter of his life. I don't want to like, I don't want to theorize or, you know, presume to know what's going to happen. But I, I feel like if he does release Frumpkin, Frumpkin's just going to stick around anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, I could see I that, like that actually. Would be, that would be a, I think, a gift to Caleb from Matt to be like, mm -hmm. even though you, you like, he's not bound to you anymore. This is a creature. This is something that wants to stay with you because everyone mm -hmm. else is leaving you. <laughs> I, I was waiting for for Frumpkin to like actually speak to Caleb in that moment. <laughs> that's that's what I thought was gonna happen. That's, that's, that's what so I was hoping to happen. Um, but yeah, that was that was really sad. I thought I I was terrified it was happening then. Like yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought he was gonna like. like I don't want to bring you into this place. Oh yeah, um, that would have been a bit. That would have been worse, obviously, if it had just been yeah. sprung on us. But yeah, the um, <laughs> because I wonder, like, what if, what if like Frumpkin, like dies in like a battle with the Somnovum or whatever, but like actually dies, not just like poofs and can be resummoned, yeah. but like because it's a fake creature. What if its essence was just like mm. sucked into it, and we actually lost? Frumpkin. I I remember thinking that was going to happen when they were in um, the Astral Dreadnought mm. and he sent Frumpkin mm -hmm. up to the teleportation circle. Oh, I was yeah. like, what if this kills Frumpkin? <laughs> like, straight up, this kills the cat. Oh, um, no. That's a possibility, honestly. I think anything goes with this city. Yeah. Oh. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for stopping by, Catfisher. Hope you have a good day and at work. The day after my cat video too like ah oh, yes how dare you excellent excellent yeah. video um no that was really sad and yeah like <laughs> in the discord chat it was like reminiscent of butterfree being set free <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing bye bye butterfree <laughs> bye bye frumpkin oh no that's <laughs> that's so sad but, you know, even, like, a minor, well, I mean, Frumpkin's a pretty major character, but, you know, like, a, a, you know, a sub-character like, like Frumpkin possibly departing from the party, even that is, is you know, really emotional stuff. Mm. We love our, we love our animal companions here. But it was, it was a sad talk as well, too, yeah. because he's like, um, because you're not my cat, my cat is dead, like... It, it felt like Caleb doing that he was disconnecting himself on purpose to avoid 
feeling sad about it a little bit because he talked about he did say like you're a good boy like you've been with me but you're not my cat um <laughs> which is yeah it's that's just it's like dude <laughs> yeah don't do it don't do this to us liam yeah right. it's like the throwing a rock at the animal so that it runs away from you yeah like, oh no yeah. get that's out so of here oh <laughs> uh. I, I hate that trope so much. I cry whenever that trope yeah. happens in yeah, let's, TV. Yeah, let's cancel. Let's cancel that. I can't stand it. <laughs> that trope. Uh, but then we got a a humorous, almost potentially very terrible scene with Bo. Yeah. Um, trying to reach out to someone or something that might be able to help them against the Somnovum and accidentally uh ringed uh ringed Lucian. <laughs> yeah. Gave him a That's... ring. I understand why she was reaching out to Ayun. That makes yeah. sense. Ayun having three eyes was probably not a great sign. <laughs> like Yeah, that that imagery already was like, oh no. Yeah, it's Matt's probably just like, mm, perfect. Mm, yum. Yeah, he's probably like already thinking <laughs> like, of the, the clever lines. Yeah, um, but no, that was that was a bit of a shock of her connecting because I thought maybe she would just connect with the city. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Lucian be able to speak to her I was, was like, oh, great. Okay, and yeah, typical Bo being a dick <laughs> about it. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Um, but then yeah, the the oh man, like I was talking a little bit about this on my Discord. Be sure to join the Discord if you haven't already. I was talking on the Discord um, with a few people about that scene in particular, and I was saying how, like, I kind of wanted her to fail the saving throw. Yes. I kind of wanted that. Memeing. Not even memeing. Like, I didn't want it to happen. Yeah. Because even, even, be... even Matt's, like, setup line for it, like, you can see with two eyes, imagine how much better you can see with three. Like, that is just such a killer line that was so good, but then it just got, ah. It would have it would have been good because she was she was pushing into things yeah. that was dangerous that would have yeah. been an appropriate consequence for that. But goddamn fucking monks, that's yeah. so broken. They're so op. Laura, I think Laura is going to be playing a monk next next they campaign. Do it like every with every key point they have. Yeah. Like, I, uh, and their key points equal their level, and I think at. Is it like level twenty? Is it like level twenty or nineteen? Like they get them back after like a short rest? It, or or is it a short rest already? It's already a short rest. Oh. <laughs> they get they get something even crazier, um, I think, at a higher level, like with getting key points back or something. It just I it's it it's too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, just... like at, fighters, for example, one of my favorite classes, fighters, they get indomitable at ninth level. Which is mm. you can reroll a saving throw once a long rest, <laughs> like yeah. that's one of their features. Yeah, and yeah. then at thirteenth and at seventeenth, they can do it again. I understand it's like a fourteenth level feature, Diamond Soul, but what? Yeah. <laughs> every every key point to reroll a saving throw, also proficiency in your saving throws. My God, they get with the Diamond Soul. Monks are monks. <laughs> We'll see like, how we'll see how they fare in. Uh, they're OP because they're broken. <laughs> that is yeah. broken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my! They have God. so much. They have so much cool 
cool stuff, but we'll we'll see how they because I feel like I feel like I mean I, I'm not too familiar with previous editions of of D and D. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if they were like less powerful in previous ones if people had complained, and so for five, fifth edition they just you know up their power level. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's just what do they have that's lacking? Like they don't have spells. Mm. Fine. So uh, hey, but then you can go the the four elements route, and then you got get, spells. Yeah, and then you got spells. They've got good AC. They've got yep. decent HP. They've got yep. excellent save. Oh my god. Yep. They have they have they have decent you know skill usage since you know wisdom dexterity those are pretty pretty good ones Freaking to have. Freaking out about monks. <laughs> yeah. This is now what this is now a monk podcast where we will be spending the next hour and a half talking about how crazy monks are. Jada, um, can you guys help me to understand what class one of my characters would be? Pick a monk, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Just, just go <laughs> just monk. Go. Yeah. It, it, it'll never let you down. But seriously, and, Jada, jump into the Discord to the D&D chat, yeah. and we can talk about characters. Yeah. Yeah, be sure to join the Discord for for more, you know, conversations like this that, that'll happen outside the podcast. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. Um... But then yes, Bo was able to break that connection, which is which is still cool, but might annoy Lucian a bit more. But yeah. who cares, man? Lucian's he seemed, seemed pretty cool and calm and collected. Yeah, a little bit in in higher spirits than the last time. That yeah, it's quite murderous. The last time that yeah, yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't it wasn't too good. That was too yeah. good. Um, but then following all of these individual scenes, you know, we already touched a little bit on the Jester Ford one, obviously super needed, Ford being yeah. the beacon of light that we need. Um, and then we had Yasha as the final oh, scene of the episode. Thank goodness. Yeah. We had something soul-fulfilling <laughs> towards mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. I think... Throughout the whole lead up at the Grove, whenever Matt was talking about the thunder and the rain, Sam kept turning to Ashley like, oh, like, yeah. oh it's, yours. it's you. Um, yeah, so I'm so glad they they followed through with it. I think it was kind of an obvious setup to follow through with it. Yeah. But I love Yasha's praying. I love mm-hmm. how open she is about not knowing what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like eating the flour as well like it is like, it's like so cute. i told you not to do that um mm-hmm. yeah i thought i thought yeah and it's it's almost so true to her as a zealot like she she wants to support her god she wants to yeah. be zealous um just doesn't know how at all um mm-hmm. so yeah i i I thought it was a great introduction. I can't wait to see the start of the next episode. I know, leaving off of like, you know, show me like what you can do or show me what you are, show me what you've got. Um, yes, exactly. But the, uh, I thought, I thought, you know, cause when the storm Lord was like, uh, I am the storm, what are you? I thought she was going to be like, I am your lightning or something or like, <laughs> I am your, your thunder, your flash or whatever. I, I but thought she was going to say, I am, a protector or i'm the protector mm-hmm. but i'm your champion yeah I, i'm your champion works works just as well but yeah. what what did what did he call her he called her chain breaker chain breaker um uh unbound was unbound reborn, reborn. Um, like uh angel angel reborn yeah I think it was. yeah 
there was like a vanquisher or some something along the lines of like a vanquisher. Down. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always think I'll remember. Redeemer, yes. Yeah, Punisher and Redeemer. Ooh. Punisher, yes. I was close with Vanquisher. I was kind of close. Um, yeah, Orphan, Orphan Maker. Um, but listen, this wouldn't be a What the She podcast if we didn't bring up There is Dune, and Yasha being the chain breaker. There is Dune, chains. Yasha is the opposite of Thera's Dune. That means that. Uh, I'm gonna let uh, you finish the thought. <laughs> yeah, Yasha's gonna be the one that kills Thera's Dune. Yeah. What's happening? That's what that means. She was, yeah, she was metaphysically held down by chains, and her breaking yep. them is what freed her from that influence of Oban, who was a puppet of Thera's Dune. It reminds me of people in chess saying uh, Nice says Yasha has the most baddest nicknames, and then Adam uh, listing off all of her names. It's now reminding me of uh, Daenerys from Game of Thrones. That one scene, I think in season 7, when um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Miss Missande, yeah, is introducing Daenerys to, to Jon Snow and just listing off all of the names. Now, it, it feels like Yasha is, is becoming that. The House Targaryen, first of her name, the Unburned, Queen of the Andals of the First Man, Khaleesi of the Great Grassy, Breaker of Chains, and Mother of Dragons. Yeah, I mean, she's Breaker of Chains. She's close. She's chains. almost there. Yep. Mother of Dragons. She could adopt Yusa if Yusa was still alive. Oh, Maybe. <laughs> Yeah. Um it's I still think I think about Thera's doing a lot. I don't know if you know this. I think about Thera's doing a lot. Um and the idea that he's still waiting to break free and he still needs these what were they called again? The not the Thanes. Were they called Thanes? He needed the things broken to break oh, free. Oh gosh. Lynn? Lynn, are you in chat? Thanes? Is Lynn here? Like a type of leader. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> can't remember. Fanes. Fanes. Okay. Fanes. Not, not Fanes. Fanes. Thank you, Lucas. Um, yeah, like one has been broken already. There was one beneath the chantry which didn't yep. break because they meant to stop Correct. it. I still think of like, what if he's. Like, he could just be breaking those and we might not realize. <laughs> like, they completely forgot about that. Um, they kind of, I think, l left it up. Yeah, the shackles. They kind of left it up to be like, hey, someone else can deal with this now. Like, Therizin's whole, whole deal was to get cults to think they were something else. Uh, mm. Think there was something else. It could be the fucking Zomnoven. Like, who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, I just think back... Uh, there was that scene when they're in the Underdark, that fire citadel, the fire giant citadel. The way that's described is like massive chains holding it aloft. Mm -hmm. um, I was expected that thinking that's another fane. But yeah, I like the idea of Yasha going up against Thera's Dune, breaking those chains. Although yeah. I think breaking the chains would mean releasing him, so maybe keeping True. those chains intact. <laughs> yeah. Mend the main, the, the, the chains. Me yeah. I think forge we might have that chain, for a chain, chain forger. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Um, oh. I don't. I, I don't talk about Thara's doing that much. It's a fine. Don't worry. Yeah, about it. we don't. Yeah. We 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 use the name Therizune very sparingly uh yeah. in this in this podcast. Yeah. Rarely do we ever come up with, you know, crazy theories about all that stuff. Uh yeah, I think the stream died there for a second. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know what happened. It looked like everything was fine on my OBS's end, but it looked like YouTube was not looking too Yeah, too hot. But I don't but I don't know if it Died for everyone. Maybe it did. Where did we cut off? Was it during our poo mat discussion? Should we start again? Yeah. How how far back? <laughs> how far back did it get? Did it get? Get cut off. Weird. Okay. Two 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 podcasts in a row now. It... Damn, and we just said the most insightful thing. Yeah, we, you y'all missed it. We dropped the biggest like revelation bomb drop that this podcast has ever seen and y'all missed it repeated we, we can't it like the the moments passed y'all missed it y'all missed yeah. it only the only the real ones know <laughs> yasha is going to fight therizun as the last thing wow that was yasha's nicknames yes you, you feel that dang after that that the revelation yeah unlucky i guess you'll just have to watch watch the vod and uh Maybe we'll bring it up on the Discord. Join the Discord and uh, maybe, maybe we'll uh, drop what we said there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You won't know unless you join the Discord. But even then, we might not even do it still. <laughs> but anyways, do we have any other, in, 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 in fear of YouTube sabotaging yeah. our wonderful discussions again, do we have any other um, topics to bring up? This is, th again, this is very sad episode very sad it was, it was a lot it was yeah um it was a good length i thought like mm -hmm. i was there was a moment there where was it there was a moment that i was super worried matt was going to end it um because it was <laughs> i think it was still in maybe the pub i can't remember people that were on the discord chatting with me last night do you remember where it was there was a moment where uh... matt paused and I was like, oh my god, is he going to finish it? Like, we haven't had, like, any of these other Yeah, I, it, I think it was around um, the time where they were still with Caduceus' family. Yeah. And I think it was when Caduceus was coming back inside, I think, after his whole yeah. thing. Maybe. But I was panicked there, but no, I think it was good because it's been a while since we've had a decently, like, average long episode, I guess. Decently yeah, that's average true. Description. Yeah. um yeah so no that was good it was nice mm -hmm. that it kind of went on for a bit i'm wondering do we know is it's not next week the week after the uh t -t 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 what date is that the first of april is good friday i don't know if they're going to break oh. oh, that's a friday no, it's a thursday so the no that is right i got it right first of april is the day before Good Friday. I don't know. Do we know if they're going to have an Easter break, essentially, is what I'm wondering. I feel like they because... probably will. Yeah. Which is scary, because I feel like we're, we're, we're coming up on, what, you know, like a, a good point for a cliffhanger. Episode? Yeah. Yeah, I think we could see, like, a big thing happening next episode, and then we have a two-week break. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably something like that. They haven't in the past, Lynn has said. I think we've brought this up and Lynn has said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm, ex I'm excited to see what Ashley is able to come up with or how she's going to prove herself to the mm. Stormlord. Really nice to see what she what she concocts. Yeah. Excited for that. <laughs> oh boy, Jacob says, what did you guess of Malaya Smear? Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Um, I mean, it's clear that there's probably some kind of connection, and I know Alana was saying that there there is some stuff in there in the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount that you know, gives a bit of information into it, but ultimately, I don't think they're going to touch Malaya Smear at all. No. Um, it's just going to be you know, that unknown city that has some semblance of a connection with the corruption and all that yeah. stuff but that's that's probably the extent of what we're going to get with malaya smear at least in this campaign probably yeah i think so um i did see uh who was it oh no i've lost it oh yeah beck saying that uh uh they want a crazy ad for april 1st I don't think it could get much more than what this app uh, was. Yeah. Um, I love the Nordverse so much. That was that amazing. Was... Wow. Just he here, we're all still focused just on Sam and the blank spaces. Hearing Travis giggling yeah. off camera, and then it cut to him like <laughs> I, I tweeted yeah. about it. They didn't even freeze his screen like they did with Laura. Yeah. They, they just <laughs> Travis, yeah. and he's just. Like, Shaking, laughing. Um, it's so good. Oh my god, that's so much fun because that is like just dorks being dorks. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh. And I, I get that it's an ad. I get that they're selling us things. I, I'm yep. an adult. I don't care. I understand that. I'm mm -hmm. just enjoying it for what it is. Um, like it's funny. It's it's content. Yep. Um, and I'm here for it. Yeah, that was that was yeah. so good. That was so. <laughs> It didn't rehearse and it was clear. <laughs> <laughs> Went off without a hitch. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. As as do all of Sam's ads go. Just so smoothly. Yeah. You'd never even tell that he just did it on the fly. Always so always good. But if that is if that is all of all of our oh boy. I guess so. That is if that is all we have to say. Suppose we can go ahead and wrap up as oh boy. The final save. The final save before the boss battle. That is what this episode so was. Stressed. That is what this was. But I guess we can go ahead and start wrapping up. As always, thank you so much for joining us in this discussion and sort of rehashing some of the announcements I made. Please do join the Discord that we have pinned. Uh, in chat right now and it'll also be in the, the, the description uh, of this video for when it goes live on YouTube uh, thank you all so much for participating in chat as always and thank you to everyone who's going to be watching and chatting when this goes up on YouTube or if you're gonna be listening on Spotify or anchor or wherever this podcast may find itself um, we appreciate all of the support that you give but if you are looking to further support the channel um, you can become an expositor and join the expositor army. Um, with the expositor role, you'll get special shoutouts um, as well as access to member-only channels in the Discord. 
um, where all the members get to hang out and talk. Um, you will also get access to Member Mondays, where I will be live streaming and playing games with all of my wonderful members and expositors. Um, it's going to be super fun. The first one is coming up this Monday at 2 p.m. CST. Yeah. Super excited for that. Um, if you don't want to become a member, there is also the option to just simply donate slash tip the channel. The link for that is in the description below. Uh, you can tip through PayPal, I believe, or also just, you know, with the credit card. But again, all of this is optional. Um, Y'all being here and just hanging out and chit-chatting is, is wonderful enough. Um, but I guess another announcement, uh, Wednesday, something that I've talked a lot about, Wednesday, this Wednesday at 2 p.m. CST, I will be doing my Critical Role Campaign 2 episode tier list stream. Oh my god. Finally, god. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna... That's we're doing it it's happening it's gonna be it's gonna take a while we might not be able to do the whole thing in one sitting but i'm gonna try i'm gonna see how long i can go it may turn into like a 12 hour stream it may maybe 24 hours who knows it all depends on how how long i feel like i can go oh, God. oh boy but it's it's gonna be great it's gonna be good i'm super excited uh hit dice heroes is coming yes oh my goodness we're back finally Yes, we're back. Um, guys, please check out Hit Dice Heroes tomorrow. Uh, it is our D&D show. That's what it's called, right? It's our D&D uh, oh. game that we play uh, on the Hit Dice Heroes Twitch channel. I am the DM. Nico's a player. We're also joined by Maya, Kiralee, Phil. You've seen them around, I'm certain. Uh, it's a really fun time, and it's going to be a really fun episode tomorrow. We've got some fighting ring action happening and yeah, it'd be so cool to see you guys there. Um, I might, if it's okay with you, Nico, post in the Discord tomorrow when we go live. Oh yeah, can check it 100%. Well, I put the Twitter in the um, the old chat. <laughs> so check it out, guys. <laughs> it's 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Twitch, on the Hit Dice Heroes Twitch channel. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Really love for some people to hang out with us. Oh my goodness. Yes, it, I, I'm so excited. And we're in a fighting ring. We're in a fighting ring yeah. right now. So excited super... for you guys to do this specific oh, game that I've made for you. Oh, yeah. We're going to fight the champions. Like two months. You guys get to fight the champions in Flag Fetch. Yep. It's not the nice. coolest name, but it's a cool game. Real. Yes, but be sure. Be sure to tune in. That. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, and as you may you be seeing in... Yeah, I, yes, yes, I'm playing a monk. I'm playing an OP monk. monk. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah. if you want to see more monk action, be sure to tune in. Yeah. Um, and a huge thank you to our new archivists, as the archivist membership has also launched today. Uh, with the archivist membership, you do get access to all of the perks that the expositors do, as well as access to priority in uh, video suggesting, because the archivists are all about gathering all of the important knowledge in the world. And so I figured the archivist title would be perfect for curating only the most high quality of videos for us to watch uh, during our streams. So a huge, huge thank you to Beckboops, Andrea, and Adam for becoming the channel's first archivists. As well as now, oh, we are, we are expanding our expositors. We have so many. So I am going to rattle off all of the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful members of our channel as I bring it up real quick. Oh, I should have had this prepared before. 
before all of this. I'll point out too, um, all the lovely expositors, you can join the members, you might have said this already, the members chat in the Discord. If yes. it hasn't gone through automatically, please just send us a message and we yes. can add you to the expositor yes. role. I'm still, um, I'm still setting up the automation, so they will probably still need to be manually uh, <laughs> updated. But yes, if you link your YouTube with your Discord, it should be automated and it'll 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 fix hopefully maybe um yeah huge shout out to martin heather 8-bit latina curtis carver rez dm noob italosi annika alana uh hey. ryan zach bear cake olivia the spanish inquisition the inquisition that no one expects the hi hi hawk catfish your scully gully elliot robert delta nice dungeon masters den sid Dangerous Wonder, Night Halser, Sue, Do, Nim, Amanda, Aveline, and of course, Melody Dark. Thank you all so much for your support. And I hope you all... What? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Eventually, I'll probably just have like an end credit scene where it where it just, you know, rolls everyone. I'm going to be losing my voice with how many members are. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so with all that being said... We're going to go ahead and wrap up. Thank you all so much for joining us, as always, uh, for this stream. I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may find yourself this glorious earth. Never forget to love each other and never forget to love yourself. It is very important. You are loved. You are important. You matter, as always. We're almost there. We're almost there. The... I'm still like I'm still psyching myself out of what the Mighty Nine are getting themselves into. It's ah, uh, oh, it's not good. It's not good. But before I freak out, I need to finish this send off. Oh my goodness! Thank you, thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you very soon. Bye, everyone.